Um, we're going to talk about so like Netflix and The Office and other TV shows like because like The Office is leaving Netflix, right? Um, also, uh, we, we need an update on the podcast show, yes, let's do like it. the podcast podcast stuff. So, yeah, I have a I, I have a podcast for you. So, all right, well, did you listen to my podcast? Let's save it for the podcast. <laughs> Yo, welcome back to that guy's show podcast brought to you by Wise Fools Media. I'm William. I'm Matt. That guy's show is a podcast. For men, about men, by men, with men, as men. Amen. All right, so have you heard the news that Netflix did not get a new contract or a contract extension to carry the office from NBC? Um, I didn't hear about it, but then I did hear about the whole like try, NBC trying to make their own streaming service. Yes, is that why they did that? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, of course, the greedy I, little bastards. I golly, I'm so glad that Netflix got so big when it did and just was so ahead of the curve because I feel like if 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 all of these people could have gotten to the table like six years ago, they could have really put a dent in the beautiful world that we have all been living in of streaming movies and basically having our entire television bill be like $10 for so much of our life. Uh, and it's, I think it's going away. I think they're definitely trying very hard. Uh, Disney's coming out. Um, Disney's plan from what I, the, the early reports that that one's going to be like five, six bucks. Like they want it to be yeah. less than Netflix. I will pay that for the Disney channels, assuming that the Marvel universe is on there. Um, but, but other than that, I'm like all of this streaming, like CBS tries to make you pay for stuff, which I think is total garbage because they take tax money. But that's a whole other problem. I don't want to talk about that. But I just, I don't know. These The network stations trying to make you pay for streaming stuff, I hate that. And yeah, I mean, honestly, as long as my parents have a, have a cable subscription and I can use it, I'm probably going to be fine with it all. But uh, they're trying to get rid of all that. They're trying to close the loopholes, if you will. And yeah. I think it's just going to be the death of TV, which is going to be a little scary because, I mean, you know. Well, it's hard when, you know, Netflix has been coming out with a lot of original content for the past couple of years. And a lot of it I don't think is that good. I think it's completely mediocre. Um, I think they've had some pretty good stuff come out. I mean, they, they no no they they've think, had some good stuff. I feel come like out. they also they I feel like they also get some niche. Uh, what's the right word? Like they find these they 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 find these little tiny like shows like whether it's documentaries or food or they find these little things that people do like and they hit on these little tiny genres too that you and might then, not notice overall because you're comparing it to like The Walking Dead and you're like what do they have Black Mirror eh, you know yeah. it's like underwhelming so you just kind of like you look you got to look at it but then they hit things like stranger things i mean they killed it house of cars was probably one of their first really ones that they hit it out the park but um house of cars that's netflix yeah yeah they that was that was one of their first really really big shows that was one of their first shows where like people were buying netflix to see that show right because it had come out on like netflix is really good netflix originals is really good at putting pointless nudity into their shows and a lot of it's kind of some of it's even like violent nudity and it's, you've brought it's, this up before but it's like it's just so tiring dude i I'm just tired I of smut tv i don't i just guess like i don't i haven't noticed as much because like even when we talked about like bird box i mean it was like a very small scene 
and I don't even think there was nudity in it, but maybe there was because remember I was watching. Well, that was it that was that place. was small. Yeah, but there was this TV show that seemed like it was really promising and really good, and there was like freaking straight up porn. Like oh, you know what was like like that? a sex scene porn, and it was totally pointless. Like they just go to this other characters, and they're just like sex big time banging it out sex and all of a sudden like they're done and then they start talking i was like that was there was freaking no point to that scene whatsoever other than to show fucking porn okay i just ridiculous and then we had to turn it off it would have been a great show i just watched so frustrating i just watched this show um it was like a it was a documentary style show yeah and it was on the roman empire like so i'm a huge fan of these like historical shows and the ones that are documentaries, I like as well. Like, I like more of the documentary, but I sort of like the dramatization. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it kind of, like, brings you into the story and the culture. However, it could also be misleading. I started watching one documentary like that. Like, what you're talking about, where it was, like, the Roman Empire, and there was, like, these huge, like, orgy sex scenes. And the weird part about it is, like, you know, when you're watching a movie, and they, like, bring you to, like, a sexual scene, you're, like you're like part of the storyline, you know, like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like it's part of the movie when you're watching a documentary, it's really weird because then there's that narrator guy who you don't know what he looks like, but he's like an old man. So you're like watching and all of a sudden it's like a sex scene. This dude's like, and, uh, you know, Pope, uh, not Pope, uh, Emperor Callistius would just get together with his big giant orgies, you know? And it's like this old man, like describing it while they're showing it. And you're like, whoa like this is weird like why is this here like it, i yeah. agree with you but it was it was like really intense i was like okay so i said i stopped watching that because i was like this is ridiculous yeah and it, it was just it ended up being weird how they were doing because they were they were so selling the like gratuitous Porn. sex part oh, yeah. of the this documentary thing and it just took away from the documentary part i thought so netflix did not regain the office Okay. They can't retain it. Um, I think it will still be on through 2020. I mean, The Office is over, right? I'm, I'm not. Yeah, but it's yeah. the most popular show on Netflix. Oh, it's the most streamed. I think I, it's the most streamed, and number two is Friends. Wow. Really? I yeah. did not know that. So that's funny. It, it is sad. So, like, even following it's, them on Twitter, um, Netflix has been throwing a little bit of shade at NBC, but also really praising The Office. So, uh, June 24th, they send a happy birthday to Mindy Kaling. Uh, saying, can't believe how far we've come since 2007, so then and then left this video. The the queue. So number five becomes number four, number six becomes number five, number three becomes number two, etc., etc. And let's just say that I just sent back Love Actually, which was awesome. And they sent me Uptown Girls, which is also awesome. But guess what? Now I want to see Love Actually again, but it's at the bottom of the queue. Oh no, what do I do? What I do is this. I go online, I go click, 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 and I change the order of the queue so that I can see Love Actually as soon as I want to. It's so easy, Ryan. Do you really not know how Netflix works? <laughs> I guess I forgot. It, you know, and that's old school Netflix right there for yeah. you. The young ones don't know what that's about. Yeah. Uh, when you have to get the DVDs. But Netflix has been posting stuff with The Office since they don't have The Office any longer. Um, it's officially come down now? No, no, no. Oh, it's supposed it, to be coming through. I'm, I'm actually looking for the specific tweet. Um, they actually do say how long it's supposed to be until. That's funny. Um, but basically, they were like, they threw shade at NBC by basically saying, uh, hey, we're really sad we couldn't work with NBC on this really great, amazing show. Um, but just to let everybody know, you can watch it ad-free until January 2021. Nice. So they were kind of hitting them with that ad-free 
comment. So evidently, there's going to be ads on the Netflix, on the NBC. I'm sure there will be stuff. Um, but it, I feel like I was watching this YouTuber, and he kind of mentioned like, "Is this the end of the golden age of streaming with this deal?" And I was like, "Wow, that actually." kind of makes sense to me like there was I mean, a time when you could stream everything from two to three different platforms you could pay for and you were still paying less than 30 dollars a month and you could watch everything you've ever wanted to watch yeah i mean i know a lot of people did that with the hulu i'd never gotten into hulu just because when when i did the trial and i realized it wasn't entire seasons like it was just like the for most shows it was yeah. just like the last five episodes, I'm like, eh, it's like a glorified DVR. It, it like, was. I just don't have time to watch. Like I watch everything all at once. I don't. I like watching a whole season in like two weeks. But Hulu. Just, so this is what I'm interested about because like with Hulu, Hulu was started, if I'm not mistaken, between ABC, NBC, and Fox, like as a partnership. Like they all have ownership of Hulu. Oh, that's nice. And that's why those shows are on it. CBS did not partake in that, and CBS always had their streaming services. There are some CBS shows on Hulu, but for example, Big Bang Theory, you can only get from the CBS app. Yeah, I mean... And I don't even think you can go back and get original seasons of, of Big Bang Theory. You can't buy them on iTunes? Oh, you can buy them. Oh, okay. You can buy the DVDs, yeah, or the digital, but... Uh, buy the digital version and then they come up with a new Napster where we can start sharing videos with each other. Yeah. So I don't know who owns the office, right? Uh, probably the network. It's not NBC. No, because, okay. So, Oh, okay. So NBC does own the office, but they still have to pay licensing fees. So they're paying $500 million to stream the office. And it's a show they already own. $500 million. Sounds like a lot. Uh, that's a lot. That is a lot. But, I mean, I, I, I'm so surprised that the, those are the two most streamed shows, especially that Friends is that popular still. And to think of all well, the Friends is a great show. show. I mean, yeah, it's ran forever. I guess people just nostalgic. So viewers streamed it. more than 52 million minutes of, 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 of The Office last year. Whenever we don't know what to watch in my house, we will watch an Office episode yeah. randomly. It's like, we don't know what to watch. We don't really want to get committed to anything. And the second Let's most watch watched show is Friends, and that still came in as 20 million minutes less than The Office. Wow. So at 52 million minutes, Friends came in at 32 million minutes. You know, I have been inside of paper distribution plants before. I like, have been outside of paper mills before and it smells like rank butt no we're not talking about paper mills i'm talking actual plate like duff like literally there's a whole yeah. room of cubicles they're all the salespeople for the paper and then you go to the warehouse where it will call where you actually pick it up and there's very i mean it's it is to the t like paper companies are set up it's just funny like in the warehouse i'm just like i wonder if these people actually watch the office and think that it's hilarious but yeah so $500 million is insane. Uh, Netflix bought the rights to Friends from Warner Media for $100 million for one year. Wow. One year. But they seem um, like they've been getting their money's worth. Yeah. I guess. I don't really know how. I mean, I know how Netflix makes money, but I don't know how they make money. I mean, you yeah. know, at the same time, because you're like, it's like, I think they, they must get charged some of these shows as how popular they are, huh? Like, do you think that you're getting charged per episode like if people don't like if a hundred million people watch a movie it costs you more or they just get the movie it doesn't matter how I don't many know. people watch well, it. well it's making me think like how much 
Like, do I do I want to stop supporting Netflix? I mean, they how much money is Netflix making? They offered NBC, uh, or they offered to get The Office a ninety million dollars a year for the rights for The Office. Ninety million dollars a year to have The Office playing on. How many people are watching it? Yeah, that's crazy. I, I pay a standard amount every month to to have Netflix. It's not like I pay more when I watch Netflix. Like, are they making that much money? And I, I bet I know they are. They but they said NBC topped that bid, and that's why they didn't get it. That's crazy. It's it's freaking nuts. So my question is, I will not be paying NBC any money. That's Absolutely my question. Not. Is are you going? I like I don't have the CBS app. That costs five dollars a month. I will buy the Office for like a hundred bucks. Now I'm wondering if it will be free to watch, but it'll have ads, which I have not had um, ads in my house. <laughs> not in my house. I have my not had house. ads in probably ten years. Yeah, especially because you're you're a YouTube premium. Oh, I pay for YouTube because I don't want ads. Yeah, I'd rather pay YouTube to not have somebody sell me something that I'm not gonna buy. Well, Just because I Google and they're, they're build a new much truck, better, I get, don't want them. They're to getting sell me a truck. much better at, at narrowing advertisement. Well, as as we just demonstrated on a, a previous show or a future show, depending on how they're posted, where you spoke about grilling into your phone, which is still amazing to me. I'm it still, is. We were anyway. So. Um, but they evidently weren't listening enough because I kind of made it out. I thought that we kind of knew a little bit more about grilling than like we don't need to take a class on it. But maybe it only heard you. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. You mentioned wanting to take um, a class. What are some TV shows, Will, that you think that our people want to know about? Like we were thinking about, we were brainstorming. What are TV shows that we think are awesome that maybe you've never heard of? So we actually found two different lists of like the top 100 shows um, like on Netflix or whatever. And so we tried to find two shows that weren't listed that we thought were awesome that people would want to watch. So hopefully, because I know sometimes it can be daunting to find a new television show uh, when you're looking at your streaming service because there's just so many out there and whatnot. So we tried to come up with two. I don't know. Did you come up with two, Will? Okay, I came, came up, up with, with three. Oh, okay, good. There but, you go. Um, the more the merrier. And this is not a top 10 list. Uh, oh, no, we're trying. This is just in general, and I think we should try this again in the future. Okay. I did a quick search, and when I say search, I mean searching of shows that I have seen before that I don't think other people have seen. Okay. Um, some of them they may have seen. Uh, I did not save the list, so I don't know where it is. So I'm gonna go off the top of my head. I might only have two because okay. all I can think of at the top of, at the top of my head while I'm talking. Number one, uh, again in no order whatsoever, is a show that I rediscovered because it's on Hulu. Or just came on Hulu, so a lot of people might be watching it. It's called Party Down. Party Down. Party Down. Um, it's a show. I think it was a Showtime or show or something like that. But I it used to come on DirecTV way back in the day, like when it was still on TV when I lived at a buddy's house, and I just discovered it. Um, it's but it's funny. It's a funny show. Um, I do think that there is pointless nudity in one or two episodes. What's the so party? What give me the premise? Is so like a party down show, is yeah, a reality show. Yeah, it's kind of like ah nah. See, I wouldn't say it can't. It's hard to describe. So people will talk to the camera, like The Office. Like it's like a, yeah, it's like it's a not it's a scripted reality. It's reality style, first person style. Yeah, but it's not. It's hard to explain. It's kind of held, held handheld camera stuff. Um, but it's really not like it's a documentary team is there making the movie, which is what The Office was. Right, right, right. Um, anyway, uh, the show's about a catering company called Party Down. And everybody that's in there is like failed actors or actors that had a break or actors trying to get their break. Uh, and they're just put into these situations at a different party each 
episode. Okay. And it's just the interaction of these employees. Um, but the the cast that is in it is really stellar. They, it it is stellar. They really make. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to find it. Um, give me a show real quick. All right. So my show that I want to say. Uh, on so I'm gonna go two shows on Netflix. I'm gonna do one show that's old old show. Maybe people have heard of it, but maybe they don't know it's on Netflix because it may not pop up on yours. And that is Faulty Towers. Have you ever seen Faulty Towers? <clears throat> I've seen an episode of it, and I I didn't get into it. Well, watch two three episodes of it and <laughs> see if you can get into it. Okay, um, it's freaking hilarious. I wet my pants at least twice watching that show. Um, then the second one is iZombie. Have you ever seen an episode of iZombie? Yes. You've seen the whole thing? Well, the or, wife, the wife was really into it. Oh. So I've, I've kind of seen it in the background with her, but no, I, it and, is. Good. And I mean, it's out there. It's, it's like a modern show. So it's not like it's yeah. completely off the radar, but I didn't see it on any of the top 100 lists. Um, and I thought it was a great, well, at least the first two episodes, first two seasons are really good. So, I mean, after that, I, I you know, it got a little wild there, but I, it was a pleasurable show. It's funny, and so it has like a funny bent. It's about a zombie, but it's actually not like gory or scary. It's just like a funny show. So I I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So uh, we we laughed a lot, and I do have another show, but I, maybe I'll let you talk a little more about your show before I give my last one, which okay. is not a Netflix show, but yeah, it's a streaming show. Well, it doesn't have to be a Netflix show either. Yeah. Just a show. Uh, <clears throat> so real quick, back to Party Down, because um, I finally found it. I couldn't think of all the actors' names. So Adam Scott's in it, Ken Marino's in it, Lizzie Kaplan's in it, Ryan Hansen's in it. Which Ryan Hansen actually has another funny show that's on Netflix. I mean, that's on YouTube. Uh, you have to be a YouTube Premium subscriber. Uh, Megan Mullally was on it. Uh, season two um it's just it's it's a really uh jane lynch is on the show i don't know you don't know who any of these people no, are I will i know you are now i don't break the fourth wall it it's a funny show i suggest you watch it sounds good it was on stars not whatever so it was on like a premium channel okay. so there is f-bombs there's the first show has a uh, full frontal male nudity in it which is normal nowadays <clears throat> in some of these new streaming shows like the first episode yeah or whatever just has some me, kind of random it, it wasn't pointless nudity if that makes sense um because it was more it was more done for comedic, comedic value comedic value and it wasn't done in a dirty sexual way okay. so basically the story of the first episode is this guy who's just not happy with his like suburban life you know and they're having this party at the house where they're giving awards for best grass and best mailbox and stuff like that and they win best mailbox and he's like whoopee so he's talking to the bartender being like man your life just must be so good you can just do whatever you want and he's like well you got a house you've got this so finally at the end of the thing like he kind of has a little too much to drink and he strips down butt naked and jumps into the pool and then starts cursing everybody out like oh i'm the messed up one you guys are over here fighting over grass so it's it kind of it worked but i did tell the wife at the last second i think she missed i think she saw but it's a full frontal of this dude running and it's to me, it was just more funny, and it wasn't sexual. So right. that, that nudity there, to me, is yeah so appropriate. You, you don't for the mind show. comedic male nudity as long as it's not sexualized. That's gotcha. when it's just like because you depreciate the beauty of sex, um, and that's what I don't like. Okay, number two show um, is a uh, kidnapped. Hmm, that sounds scary. Now, in my re research of kidnapped. It sounds like there is a 2019 version I don't know anything about. But the 2006 version, which I know I used to stream on Netflix, uh, I don't know where you can get it now, came out with NBC, but it's from 2006, was good. It was one season. 
Was it like who was kidnapped? Uh, some like senator's son or something like that. Um, basically, there's like this ex FBI operative, um, and he's like a private contractor for retrieving kidnapping victims. Interesting. Why? Why I feel like was the was the kid abducted at like a club, like a like a bar club? No, that's a different show. Never mind. I don't know, but the whole season is just trying to find this no, one kid. I'm just remembering some random part of like one of the West West Wing uh, okay. episodes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Another epically wonderful show, but I think most people know about it. So the main character, I, either the show got canceled or the main character got a better contract because he was one of the guys that played a detective on Law and Order. Did it? So it did. It was only how many seasons was one it? season, oh. 13 episodes. See, I see. I, but they kind of left it open for a second season, too, which is why the 2019 startup happened. And so when I found out, I don't know. So when so I found out they didn't have a second season, I was like really bummed because the show was not terrible. You know, um, I would I would say if you enjoyed Prison Break. I enjoyed the first season of Prison first Break. First season of Prison sure. Break. It's kind of like that type and of show. And I want to say the second one. Too. I don't know how long it went, but there was some point where I lost interest. I, we I we just got one happened. of our old uh, youth group kids. Uh, she was over the other night, and Which she was is, talking about crime TV shows. I was like, oh, have you seen Prison Break? So she's into it now. She's like, it's so it's so good. Yeah, but then did you watch the Legends, the Marvel uh, Legends? I the am, same two guys are in that movie oh, yeah. as brothers. I know. Yeah, so it was like, I was like, this is so perfect. So that's why I even watch the, yeah. the whole first season of oh, Legends? So I oh, that's why you because, watch Legends because I had gotcha. seen Prison Break, so I had this like yeah. emotional, and they have a very similar characteristic. So I was trying to explain to this 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 girl, uh, we were like, oh yeah, we binge watched it and stuff like that. Oh, what was it on? And I was like, no, no, like we had to go out randomly buy the DVD set. You know, like if you didn't know what a show was about, you couldn't just watch the show and you couldn't go online and find stuff about the show. Really, you know, yeah. videos of it. So like you would go to Best Buy. We were at Best Buy and they had a sale on the box set of the first yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. And you had to take a gamble, a thirty five to forty dollar yeah, gamble. And yeah. I think it was on sale. So we did it. And luckily it, it did pay off. But yeah, the first season was really good. The second season was not as good, but was still good in my opinion. Um, the rest of it just got way too far fetched. I don't even think I've seen past the second season or yeah. the uh, the second episode of the third season. Yeah, I think the first two maybe were yeah. okay. But so at some kidnapped point is got, something similar along those lines. Some of those shows you can tell is like they really didn't think it was going to be that big of a show because yeah. I think for like for shows that are really well written, they usually peak at the third season. I find there's yeah. a peak in the first. I mean, the first has got to kill it or else you, the show's going to die. But there, there's like a. I feel. I always feel like after the third season is when you have to reinvent yourself. Right. You know, and so, and some people don't make it past the reinvention. Yeah. Of course, the whole 13 episode season thing, I think that's a little, I think, I, well, you've I, already it heard could have also been from the writer's strike too, as to why they only had 13. So they just wrapped up the show um, and they never came back. So, yeah. all right. What's your second show? Um, my last show that I have, it's really my third show, is um, I've been watching on HBO Westworld. Mm. Oh, is Westworld with the uh, Judas? Now, Westworld with the Judas. What are you talking about? The guy about? that played uh, Judas. Again, Will, you know I don't break the fourth wall. Thank you very much. But I, I don't remember his somebody name. somebody famous is in there, but I don't know who she is. But I've never seen her in lots of movies. Oh, anyway. Maybe not. It's um, I, I, it depends if you like. Now, I will say, I really don't remember. I mean, there is a lot of... There's a lot of like nudity in the in the show, so you might not like it. I don't yeah, know if there's a lot of it. I don't know if there's a lot of sexual nudity, but like these robot people, um, they're you know they're robots and they created an AI and they basically they basically formed robots and they tried to create a way for them to gain consciousness basically. And but what would happen in is, the Wild West? 
Well, they created this fake world in the Wild West, and Wild they West made world. right, and they made robots, and people pay forty, fifty thousand dollars to go for a weekend and go around and pretend to be like a hotshot wild person, and you can shoot people, you can do whatever you want. There's no rules, and all these people are really robots, but they look like people, uh-huh. so you can do whatever you want to these people. Basically, you can join these storylines, like, hey, let's go hunt Indians, let's go do this. So you can like you go back, and there's all these different like side games yeah. in there and it's really sort of uh you know as as a lot of these types of shows are they're really kind of going to like the core of humanity like where do you go when you go to a world with no rules like does the best come out in you or is the worst come out in you you know do you just go to the brothels or do you just go start killing people do you become yeah. a homicidal maniac some people do you come out as a virtuous person with integrity like so do where you do you feeling? go you have feeling as so a, like if you, you went are a to real a, person if you went to a brothel would you then have an orgasm yeah, you're a real person, and the robots—they're made of flesh and bones. Like you can't—they they can't, they, they, they can't even gross. tell them apart. They, it's creepy. So you're in this and world, unless you crack and them like open, you would have sex with a robot, right? That's which is a person, which disgusting. is not, which is not in any way uh, outlandish since they're already sex robots out there. I know, but I'm just saying. But the idea is that still gross. There's like you've created this whole world, yeah. and the robots do have a loop, and they do sort of like run out. But the the premise of the show is that some of some of the robots like gain consciousness and some mm. of these people started putting their the whole idea really behind it was not so much the robots as it was to collect information from your from brain humans the people that robot. went to the park so that they could try okay. to encapsulate them into like giant servers one day anyway yeah but you know one of those futuristic types you know there's that interesting a, there's a uh i forget what it's called angel vid or something like that there's some app where you can watch almost every show but it takes out all of the... Oh, is that the Mormon thing? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's like made for Mormons. And someone had mentioned something like there's an episode of... Um, what's that show that everybody likes? Game of Thrones? There's like an episode of Game of Thrones that's only about 20 minutes long. <laughs> you know, or something like that because they took out everything. Because you can you can choose to, to take out violence or you can, I think, or you can choose to take out just the nudity stuff. Maybe I need to invest in that. It and I can a, watch some of these shows. Yeah, because again, it, I just don't want the pointless nudity. Right, and they, uh, I've heard about it. Which yeah. again, by the way, Party Down, I think there is an episode now that I'm thinking about it where they go and do a party for a swingers group. Well, will people and they pe- don't they don't mean to do the party. They don't know they're doing a party for that or something like that. So that's part of the comedy, but I think it is an appropriate episode. So just fair warning. I, I don't want to sound hypocritical. Read, yeah, well, people can read the warnings. I just point. want to be hypocritical and, and be themselves. like, oh yeah, go check out the show. It's awesome. And then there's just nothing about sex in the show. Um, anyway, especially since the first episode, there's male full frontal nudity. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right, cool. So we've got uh, kidnapped, party down on my side, faulty uh, towers, I zombie, and Westworld. Nice. Okay, cool. Check out those shows, peeps. Let us know what you think. Um, podcast time. Dude, so about a month ago or two or three, we, we had gave a each podcast, other, podcast. We had a, an episode called Podcast Podcast where we talked about podcasts that we had to go watch. We then discussed the podcast and we gave ourselves another challenge for it, right? Yeah. So I had to watch or listen to, whatever you want to call it, um, uh, buffering the vampire slayer that you did and then what did you have to listen to i had to listen to armchair expert i gave you an easy dax shepherd what did you think about dax shepherd all right so we start off with the the show armchair expert my first well first of all this is Kristen bell's husband so right off the bat that's the most interesting thing about this guy uh before i watched listen to the show i was just like oh and he interviews Kristen bell so that's interesting turns out they were just sort of like uh not really gelling so much in the beginning of the episode and it was kind of snippy and whatever anyway um 
it was like I started listening to the episode. To the I, yeah, I started listening to it. And he talks so much about drug life and doing drugs and how much drugs he's did, and it was it was a little annoying. So he is, at he is first. clean and sober, right? But that's and, what I'm yeah. saying is I didn't realize that because at first the first two episodes I was he 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 interviews the guy who was Lex Luthor on Smallville. Uh, yeah, Rosenblum, Michael so Rosenblum, or something like that. They were like Bert. reminiscing about all kind of like fun drunk drug drug times that they had yeah. together. Which is a little weird, but anyway, um, which he has a podcast too, by the way. Yeah, so which is yeah, so they everybody does. They're they're talking about their you know their glory days, if you will, and blah 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 blah. And he's just like he's just humming it up with an old friend of his. I didn't, I wasn't overly. There were some parts that were interesting, but generally, I was like not impressed. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be terrible. And then I listened to another one. It was okay. I listened to it. We said we had to listen to at least three, mm-hmm. as of what we said. So I was I forced myself to listen to three. I ended up listening about four or five because I did get a few interesting ones. Um, then I discovered, and I don't even know if you know this, but he has a new podcast called Expert Expert. And Expert Expert is where he interviews people from academia, like uh, uh, mathematicians, ethicians, therapists, and they talk about like like intense things, mm. you know, about like uh, relationships, relationship, like counseling. Now, everybody on the show, like he went to UCLA. Everyone on the show is of the same like uh, mindset, if you will. Um, so like all of their academia doesn't, it, to me, it lacks like a, like a peer review. Like if you're going to talk about like this one type of view of the world, yeah. you, you would have like different views. But they're very, I, mean, I don't know what other way to call it other than like super like you know, left wing liberal. I mean, that's just how they, that's yeah, yeah. where he comes from. And, uh, and I don't think that he's like necessarily opposed to it, but I think it's just the only people that he knows. So everything is, is, is very much right. along that line. But interesting. But I, yeah, but I have found that the expert expert is stuff that I like to listen to more, like things that would people, you would interview on the Joe Rogan yeah. show that I listen to. I don't really listen to so much. So the, the podcast actors. that I challenge you to listen to Armchair expert found you found a new podcast from it from it called Good. expert expert same guy yeah and I like expert expert way more than I like interesting I will armchair check it out expert I know that's not your challenge is that your challenge no that's not that's not your my challenge okay. you. oh, to no. Check it out. oh no I'm gonna give you something you hate <clears throat> okay okay good um mine was buffering the vampire slayer okay um which was about Buffy the vampire slayer and what these girls did was they basically took each episode of their podcast was based off of in chronological order the episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer starting with season one episode one and and let's just clarify two things so like so for those of you that know Buffy had seven seasons mm-hmm. and there are 22 episodes per season except for the first season which is like a 12 season or whatever so I mean there's a lot of episodes we're not talking like yeah. like they're not done I mean they're still going obviously yeah. uh but uh, but anyway, you can continue. So I like the format. That was very interesting. It, it was, format. and I would love to do that on a show myself. That you not actually the copy, like. but just like just to talk about. Um, but I found that if you are unaware of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, this is not the podcast for you. If you are familiar with Buffy the Vampire Slayer but haven't seen the first episode in about ten years. This is not the podcast for you. If you are into Buffy the Vampire Slayer, used to love it, but haven't seen an episode in a while, this is still not the podcast for you. This is the podcast for somebody that is very familiar with the show 
or you mean somebody that's watched it like five or six times correct. in its entirety. Okay. Or somebody who watches episode one of the TV show and then listens to episode one of the podcast. Yeah. But I did find it interesting. I was able to listen to the whole show. Um, one of the girls like writes a new song, like a little jingle for the end that talks about the episode. I thought you were going to like that because we are, have that capacity. And yes. We've never done that. I, I thought it was cool that they did it. I, but again, because I hadn't seen the show in so long, I had if I watched the first episode and then listened to that podcast, I probably would have enjoyed it more. I did tell you that you should have probably listened. But that's not watched what an episode. That's not what challenges. It's I don't true. have time to it's do true. all that it's shit. It's true. Um, but in general, I would give that podcast uh, from a zero to five rating a three, based on it was good quality content. The girls were relatively funny and didn't have the same view on things. Um, but it may have been higher if I watched the episode. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, but in general, I would recommend it to somebody else if you are familiar with the series. Now, and I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure every kind of podcast exists at this point. Also, but- we had to listen to three episodes. I did not fully get through the third episode, only because. It was the same thing. Like I just couldn't follow it because I wasn't familiar right. with the show. They go scene by scene. I mean, they're like, no, okay, they, in the opening, detailed. they're like, okay, opening scene. Buffy sitting at a computer. Now, what is going on with this computer desk? And they start talking about like this. I mean, it's very particular. But the thing I thought was interesting was the idea of watching it. Because you see, this is how I got into television shows. I was in college. There's like 60 of us living in a yeah. small quarters in the middle of the woods with a whole lot of time on our hands. And so we would watch episodes together and then we would talk about them for hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then we would debate on what they so meant. You could have started the, this podcast way before oh, these girls. Oh my gosh. Beyond but you could imagine. They probably did a but, lot better job. No, they did not. Um, but it would be, uh, anyway, so we spent hours talking about these episodes. Like we would, when we watched 24, I mean, it was like, we would have to like pause it. We have to like go out to the quad and we were just like, Oh my gosh, like what just happened? You know, like it was just like, but yeah. we, that's how we experienced TV shows. And then we would talk about it and we would discuss it. And, and so Buffy, but, and we, and being in a college environment like that, cause it wasn't streaming TV. Every, somebody got a DVD set of a, of a show yeah. like Twin Peaks or whatever, and we'd all watch it. Mm. And then we'd all talk about it as it was happening, or we'd watch it in groups, you know, like Facebook does, which I just wanted to throw this out there. Facebook has watch parties now. Have you seen that? No, that's stupid. So on their video site, you can watch episodes of shows and all of Buffy's up there apparently, uh, but uh, all kind of TV shows. You can watch TV shows on Facebook now uh, and movies, but you can have a watch party and invite a group or invite all your friends whoever, to watch it at the same time. And y'all can all comment as you watch a movie, which I think is awesome. Okay, that's not that bad. So okay. like we could have a watch party of like, dude, where's my car? And we can all be like randomly talking. Let's do that, but not with that, that movie. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have a challenge for me for the next podcast that I should listen to? Yes. And okay. uh, in typical fashion. Would you like um, me to go first? Yeah. Why don't you go first? It sounds like you have something really good prepared. <laughs> I don't have, I just don't feel, I, I just, it's just another show. Uh, mine's called Welcome to Night Vale. Welcome to Night Vale. Yes. Okay. Night Vale. Night as in N I G H T. Vale as in V A L E. Welcome as W. Okay. Um, it's a twice monthly community. Uh, like podcast type deal um, where the best thing I can tell you is it kind of goes over like this made up town of Night Vale and it's kind of like news reports and commentary on news, but told through like the eyes of Stephen King is one way that someone put it. 
Interesting. So it's kind of like conspiracy theories um, and stuff like that. So it's a little so it's more like, story. So it's like real news or is it like fake news? And um, I don't mean fake news in a bad way. I mean like, you know, is it like, are they faking the news, making it like really, really overly interesting or? Uh, no, I think it's like fake. Oh, so every, yeah, she's like made up stories about things. Like short stories. For example, um, May 31st had an episode called The General, and the first sentence says, The General Returns Home from the Blood Space War. Kind of think it's fake. Okay, so short stories. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they're about about 30 minutes long, 26, 25, you know. Interesting. Whatever. So that's your Welcome to the Night Vale. (laughs) Very cool. All right, so... In our attempt to be well-rounded, and just because I am, we're starting to come up on football season, so I'm listening to more uh, sports things, I thought I would throw out a different kind of podcast for you to listen to. Uh, also to, you know, many people probably know all the different types of podcasts, but I think there is a genre of podcasts that people don't realize exists, and so I want to bring it to your attention. Um, I don't know if you ever, you, do you use the iHeartRadio app? Never. Okay, so iHeartRadio app has, iHeartRadio, for those of you that don't know, music's controlled by a very few collective, rich, elite people in the world. One of the biggest is Clear Channel, which controls a lot of the radio stations. Someone else controls the other ones. Those two people get together and they just decide whatever, whatever. Anyway, so um, so Clear Channel runs on that. They recreated this concept of iHeartRadio, a way to rebrand themselves from like the evil corporate, you know, whatever that killed internet music and all that. So anyway, so they um, they created the iHeartRadio concept, okay? And so then they created the app from the concept, this new branding of themselves. And it's a way for most like so maybe like 60 70 percent of all the radio stations in the country uh are on now all on this one app so if you wanted to listen to like radio stations from uh your local station anywhere in the world i know what iHeartRadio is you can listen is this the to podcast? it on iHeartRadio. well now they have and they have for many years they have their own podcasting format they have their own podcasting uh they create their own podcast um and so now all of the radio shows live radio shows that happen can be now listened to condensed commercial free, well, almost commercial free, uh, in uh, inside of the podcasting app. Okay. So I'm giving you a local sports. I'm giving you a local sports guy to listen to at least three episodes. Um, they're usually in 45 minute sections, so you can just pick topics that are mm-hmm. interesting to you, sports wise. Uh, and it is the Chris Gordy show. So Why would you, you just, think I would hate listening to Chris? So Gordy? you would just? Oh uh, no, I'm not saying you would hate it. Why did I say you would hate it? I was just saying I didn't. You pick, said it was something that I wouldn't like, right? Oh, I didn't say you were. I didn't mean it like that. I just meant like it's oh. like sports. I almost made you listen to a fantasy football podcast, but since you're not playing that much fantasy football. I didn't know if you would enjoy that. I can listen to it. But at okay, least cool. modern sports. So I'd love to listen to the Chris Gordy show. Chris Gordy show. You can find it on iTunes, but you're not gonna you only get interviews. So you really need to get the iHeartRadio app and then you get the entire show. So you pick like there. So you have to get it off of there. But I found it was really interesting because I didn't know that how many live radio shows are yeah. up on as podcasts within and, within like 20, 30 minutes of that day. And where does Chris Gordy broadcast from? Well, it's a it's a show directed at New Orleans, so it's a New Orleans sports station or show, but he actually broadcasts it from his Houston studio. But he comes here a lot, and he's from yeah, here. He's from here, and he does any cover stuff for Houston. I, mean, radio I didn't go to high well. school with him, but I went to high school with him. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, I did go to high school with him, so I do know him. Yeah. Absolutely. But um, but yeah, so it's a new format. I've always format. loved him. I thought he was hilarious. And, yeah, he was uh, a stand-up comedian for years. He's hilarious in high school yeah. too. And okay, then cool. uh, so, yeah, yeah, all right, it is. Chris Gordy, I'm going to listen to you. Thank you for listening to us. Nightville, Nightville. 
Welcome to Night Vale. <laughs> Welcome to Night Vale. My so name. thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, can't wait to chat with you next time. Find us on social media at That Guy's Show and at Wise Fools on Instagram, at Wise Fools Media on Facebook. Also, go to WiseFoolsMedia.com for blogs and more. If you want to leave a comment or a question to be played on the air, hit us up at That Guy's Show at WiseFoolsMedia.com. Or you can call us and leave a voicemail at 985-503-7867. That one was sucked. 985-503-7867. I'm William. I'm Matthias. And <laughs> this is that guy's show. Peace.